Alright, hey guys, so this is Zoe, and I'm here with Jack, obviously. Hello. And um, today we're recording the first ever episode of our podcast for uh, for our project for my psychology class. But, I mean, their future episodes will not be for a class, this is just like a starting point for us. So, today, I have a research question. And I want to tell you the research question, and then I will explain it after I tell you the research question. Are you talking to me or the viewers? <laughs> you. Okay. Because <laughs> this is kind of like an interview with you. Okay. So my research question was, um, <coughs> how can operant conditioning in animals be beneficial to the human race? I have no idea what that is. All right, so I figured. So basically, operant conditioning. So conditioning is like kind of like like making someone do something, like forcing them to do something, and then like but like coercing them kind of and like there's two different types of conditioning. There's um there's classical conditioning and there's operant conditioning. So classical conditioning is like something subconscious that like the person can't help like uh like pavlov's dogs that was classical conditioning because it's like every time he feeds them he rings a bell right and so then because the point where when he rings the bell the dog salivates which is something that you cannot control um as like a natural reflex to it so that's classical conditioning <laughs> and um but operant conditioning is like something that you consciously choose to do so like for example if my kid comes home and gets a good grade on the report card i give them twenty dollars so then they're more likely to get a good grade on their report card in the future so it's, so we're talking about operant conditioning Bruh. <laughs> um so basically talking about specifically operant conditioning in animals all right so like this would be like maybe like at a zoo and you've got your animals and you're trying to train them for their health reasons or to keep them subdued. And like you might use like clickers and stuff like that to operantly condition them because they're not doing that like sub- subconsciously, that like choosing to act a certain way based on that. So, so uh, based on that, like what, what do you think about how this can be beneficial? to the human race in general. I have to think about it for a second. All right. <laughs> Another example would be like when you're like riding a horse and you're teaching your horse how to be obedient. Uh, um, so does it work with wild animals? I mean, I guess it could. Well, you could train squirrels to um, dig up their nuts early and give them to you. (laughs) I don't know how or why you would want to do that, but (laughs) you could. I really like that, like, super interesting contribution to the conversation. I hadn't thought about that one, actually. Um, but I guess, yeah, you could train squirrels to give you their nuts, but I don't think I'd be very nice to the squirrels. 
You could give the squirrels Laffy Taffy in return. Do you think Laffy Taffy is healthy for squirrels? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, well, interesting contribution, Jeff. Thank you. Um, well, specifically, one way that I think, like, you know, we could help benefit the human race by using operant conditioning on animals is, like, for example, dog training. Like, when you have a dog that's, like, aggressive towards humans, one way that could be beneficial is you train that dog to be obedient and not harm people. You agree? Yes. <laughs> um, and, like, even further, like, an example that I thought of that these can be um, that operant conditioning can be beneficial is like service dogs, like training, operantly training these dogs so that they can help people with disabilities and stuff like that. Yes, that is true. Yeah. So that is, um, like, like, that's just one way that I thought of. What do you have any, have any thoughts on that? Um, I feel like that is true. And also, I want to add that I could probably come up with better examples if I actually thought about it for a while. It's a good thing to add. Yeah, I'm not stupid or anything. I think they know that. <laughs> okay, that's good, I guess. It's just kind of like an interview to just get your first-hand opinion. <sighs> On things. Yes. So, basically, to kind of, like, finish this out here, what kind of, like, made me think about this in the first place and what I just find the most interesting is um, this video that I watched about, <laughs> about this, about, uh, it was like a TED Talk, right? Um, and it was, like, about, um, crows and how like smart crows are and I think I think that's interesting within itself um, but like this dude he like made a vending machine to like operantly condition crows to use a vending machine because like crows are like really intelligent they're like as intelligent as like a five to seven year old child so <laughs> so they they're pretty you know I thought that was pretty cool. And at the end of the video, he talks about, like, well, if we can teach crows to do stuff like this, you know, we could teach them to help pick up trash at, like, stadiums after games and stuff like that. Or, like, even, like, be a search and rescue team and stuff like that. So, do you have any, you have any thoughts or opinions on that? Um, I think all of that can be possible. That is all that I have to say. <laughs> um, so, um, do you think that that is a technique that humans will um, take advantage of in the future? And also, follow-up question to that, um, what ways do you think we could implement this in our society today? Like, um, like, in the way of, like, 
what kind of reforms can we implement to make these things possible and services and stuff like that? Um, I kind of, wait. I think I forgot what you asked me. <laughs> um, okay, so first question is, do you think this is a technique that the human race oh, will take oh, advantage yeah. of in the future? Yeah. Follow up, what ways could we institute this in like different, um, different forms? So I feel like we've already taken advantage of so many things that if we do eventually perfect this, we're going to eventually inevitably take advantage of it. And for the second question, um, what was it again? Um, what are some ways that we could like implement this? Like, for example, like different, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Different, um, it's like routines, but like different, I don't know, different ways that we can like implement this strategy. You mean like how we could get the animals to do things? Yeah, or like different, yeah, like different, that's that's what I mean. Like yeah. how we are going to execute this. Oh, like how we make the animals do the things? Yeah, like what... <laughs> oh my god you know what i was gonna skip this question because i can't word it correctly but my last question is um my last question is uh, i forgot my question <laughs> um so Okay. So I guess my last question is going to be like <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll just make up one. So my last question is going to be um, like, how enriched do you feel after learning about this and, you know, the possible benefits towards the human race and stuff like that? Let's ignore the fact that your dog is whining near the door. Um, I feel like I have transcended having known this <laughs> as of now. Transcended what? I've transcended my state of mind, I guess. <laughs> Feel enlightened? Incredibly, yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's about all the time we have. Wait, sorry. Wait, wait. Oh, I, sorry. Jack has something to say. I, I thought of a new example. Okay, okay. Tell me. So, if you train gorillas since they're really strong, and you can train like chimps since they're really agile and fast, you can put them to work in construction and they can build buildings and stuff. And 
since they're stronger than humans usually are, um, they can lift heavier things and move heavier things and operate basic machinery with more precision, I guess, if trained correctly. I actually think that's a really cool idea. I never thought about that before. (laughs) And they would get bananas in return, of course. Yeah, it's called positive reinforcement. There you go, guys. Another plug of operant conditioning right there. All right, guys. Well, guess that's about all the time we have here. We've kind of gone on for a a little while. There's like about a minute of silence of me trying to figure out what my question was, but that's okay. It's okay, right? Yeah. Also, there's another minute of me trying to figure out <laughs> what my, what my question it. was. Yeah, and then what an example would be. <laughs> well, anyways, yes, thanks for listening to us ramble about my question that I had that I researched. Um, and I hope you I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Any last words? I know I did. <laughs> yes, we had a fun time recording this. All right. Well, we're we're heading out. Bye guys. Adios, amigos. <laughs>